Welcome to the Digital Lactation Podcast, a place for you to feel seen, heard, and empowered along your lock journey. I'm your host and digital lactician, Jocelyn Renee. Peace, family. Welcome back to another edition of the Digital Lactation Podcast. My name is Jocelyn Renee, and I am looking a little different today if you are joining me for our live experience on YouTube. I don't know if you had the opportunity to watch my latest video, which, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, it kind of runs all together, uh, was released today, um, talking about and showing you how I cut my locks. And for the big reveal, I've only cut off maybe about eight inches or so, but I feel so much lighter. And so this conversation tonight is a continuation of that video and also of my experience, but it's also gonna touch on a little, a few nerves. It's going to, it might make you uncomfortable because the conversation kind of made me uncomfortable for a little bit. So. Um, I hope that you have an open mind during this conversation and also that you share this um, live episode or if you're watching replay, share it with a friend because the more perspectives we can have, the better. And of course, this is not a podcast or an experience on my channel where I just kind of talk at you. I like to make it a conversation. So in the chat box, in the comment section, definitely feel free to share your experience. First of all, of course, with every episode, check in where are you located and let's see where are you in your journey? Like how long are your locks? Are your locks given, you know, kind of like eye, eye length? I remember that stage. Are they given like chin length? They give a shoulder length? Are we getting like chest height? Got mid back with waist length and knee length? Or are they just sticking up? You just, you're, you're surviving out here. Where are you at in your journey? Um, prior to today, <laughs> I was hit, just hitting that waist length and a bra strap, uh, not bra strap length, but waist length is, from, I'll say it, I'm going to say it. Like I said, this conversation is going to make you uncomfortable. I feel like waist, waist length is, it's, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> like in my personal opinion, it's so much hair so much hair. Um, and that is one of the reasons why I titled this episode the way I titled it. Do you know how heavy locks are? All right. I see Keisha is checking in. If you see me looking down, it's because the, the chat is like right here. But I see Keisha checking in with shoulder length locks. Loving it. Loving it. Rochelle, five years in, just past the shoulders. <laughs> Baby and Sam, so glad you didn't go lockless. You know, I'm actually glad I didn't cut off all my locks too, because this length where I'm chest length, it feels so much lighter. I feel so much more in control and I love the, the evenness of it. Like it just, it brings me so much joy. So I agree. <laughs> oh, Fabian, you're 
at that chin length, embracing the journey still. Yay, yay, yay. Tracy's like, I'm at chin length, y'all. I love it. I love it. Carolyn here, four months locked. What's up? Oh, no, that's Moon Faye. I apologize. And Teresa's checking in from Florida. Two years locked, shoulder length light. I want mine butt length. All right. Rochelle, since you, since you kicked it off, let's let's go ahead and rock with it, right? So y'all checked in and shared like where you currently are in your lock journey or where you're currently located in the comments. Please, what is the goal length? Okay, Rochelle already kicked us off. She put in there, she is striving to get to that butt, butt length right around where I was. And I feel like I say this often when we have conversations around length, like you, you think you want it and then you get there. I remember when I had just started my locks, each and every time I started my locks, I was so pressed to have a length and I just couldn't wait. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait till I got to this certain length. I just wanted to have a ponytail and have the ponytail hang down long. And I got there and I'm just like, <sighs> it's more money, more problems. Like you get to that length and there's so many other things. Like I feel like with anything that's growth, there's so many things you don't even consider. You just, you just see the length, you see the beauty and you're like, you want it, but you get there. And for me, it personally was a lot to manage. One of the things that, um, brought me even to this place, to be in a space, to be talking to you live, to have you um, allow me to support you along your lock journey, to allow me to have a voice in the lock community, to even get here. I had to be uh, humbled, if you will, because I came into this industry um, as a blogger, I was sharing my personal experience, 2008, 2009, when nobody had locks that were like manicured and was like cultivating them in a healthy um, manner online. I'm sure, for sure that it happens, right? But YouTube, the content did not exist. And I was just trying to share my journey with natural hair after cutting my relaxer off. And I was, if you go back on my channel, videos are still there. I was deep conditioning my hair overnight, putting, mixing eggs and mayonnaise and avocados, whipping it up in my kitchen, slathering this goop on my hair. And like, hey, y'all, you should do this if you want your hair to be stronger and longer. I was going to all the natural hair events. I was hosting natural hair events. I was doing product swaps and all the things. And I will never forget the time this cosmetologist with locks, loctician, esteemed loctician came up to me and was like, if you really cared about this industry, you would be educated. You wouldn't just be sharing this like personal experience that is just for you. And it, it, I had to clutch my pearls a little bit, but at the same time, I was like, you're right. Like if I really cared, if I really have a passion for, if I really want to help people, because that was my goal, right? I was striving to build community, but also to help. I needed to get educated. Which brings me to this place of having long locks and 
you want this thing. You want this thing because it looks beautiful, because it looks shiny. You, you likely, I'm not saying you for sure, but I know I did. I wanted it because it looked good. It wasn't until I had the experience with that thing that I was like, oh, snap, we got to go back and talk about this. We got to go back and really reevaluate what it is we're doing here because there's a weight with it that I feel like if you're not prepared for it, it'll take you out and take you out in the context of you're losing your edges, you be getting net problems, you finding your space in over your head with the amount of care that is required to sustain this particular goal. And so today we're going to be talking about, do you know how heavy locks are? And it's, it's the triple entendre. <laughs> All right. So that's my little, little monologue thing. Frida says, uh, you want it so waist length? Listen, I, I like, I like where you at. I just want it to hang in my eyes. Okay. Like that's just, just give you some locks. Just give me some hair in my eyes. I love it. Uh, Sean Ju says, I want, well, my locks are at the top of my shoulders. I just want the front to catch up with the back. That's never going to happen unless you cut it that way. We could talk about that if you want, if you want to break down why they'll never catch up. Uh, I can definitely do that for you, but it's, it's not going to happen unless it's cut that way. It's just not the way they grow. Um, I want to see, Indy says, I want to see how long they will get. I just started my second set of locks. Let me say something to you here. I want to see how long they will get. Your hair is going to grow, okay? You alive, your hair is growing. It may be slow, it may be fast, it's going to grow. I would encourage you to um, qualify it. You want to see how long it will get in a healthy way. You want to see how long it's going to get with regular care. You want to see how long it's going to get using this certain type of products because their hair is going to get long. All right. You won't see how long your hair going to get before it start thinning. Like where, how, what do you mean by how, how, how far you want to see, how, see it get? Uh, Teresa says, at this point, I'm just driving for healthy hair. I'm still struggling with postpartum hair shedding and has affected my locks so much, but I'm trying to hang in there. Hang in there, Teresa. One of the videos that, was, that I'm going to be making soon is for moms thinking about starting locks. So if you have any questions around that, definitely feel free to pop those in the comments, all right? Because that'll help me kind of frame that video. And Marcus says, I cut my locks two years ago. My locks are waist, waist length and I cut them to my shoulders because they were too heavy for me. Marcus, truly, truly, truly appreciate you um, sharing that experience. So let me tell y'all, okay? <laughs> when I started, when I shifted my content from natural hair blogging to really sharing um, content around locks and striving to establish a standard for hair locking, because there, if you really think about it, there's no standard. People just kind of do whatever 
with locks. And that's why you have so much misinformation. You have so many um, people. I went to this loctician. They did this. I go to this loctician. They tell me that there's really no standard. So what I am striving to do and what I have always thought to do was cultivate a standard when it came to hair locking. Okay. That's why I have my holistic lactation training program, which is a standard. We have a framework. We have a formula for how you have care, maintenance, cultiva cultivation, foundations, like the standard is established. It's just a matter of like sharing that standard. Okay. So I sought to establish a standard and I'm coming from the space of cosmetologists, trained in Ayurvedic or natural, um, natural holistic healing when it comes to hair period, but now applying it to locks. And I was also doing this while simultaneously growing my own locks because, and I'm going to ask you, I want you to put in the comments, press a one if it's a yes, two if it's a no. Do you believe a loctician should have locks? One for yes, two for no. Should a loctician have or have had locks? One for yes, two for no. For me, again, with, with creating these standards, establishing and um, I would say living by these standards, I, I struggle with this question because for me, for me, the answer was always yes. And this really came from a standard that already exists with sister locks. Because a lot of people that have, that become sister lock consultants have sister locks and they, they get sister locks, they fall in love with it, they want to offer it to somebody else. And so they become trained and then the, the cycle continues, but they have had this particular experience. And what I was finding as a loctician, as a hairstylist behind the chair, the majority of transfer sister lock people that I was getting were coming from women who had never had sister locks, but was offering sister lock services. And it was a problem. So I thought to myself, it would be beneficial if a loctician have, um, has had locks before, because they know how to speak to what someone's going through. They have that compassion. They have that empathy. They have, um, an understanding of what is happening in between that person coming to you the 1st of July and the end of August. They know what that in between looks like. But if you've never had locks before, if you've never cultivated your own set of locks, when someone comes back to you, you're like, what the hell did you do? Why is your hair looking like this? Or don't wash your hair, leave it in, just wear this style, put this edge, like you operate from a place of like, is textbook the word or is just ignorance the word? I don't know, right? It's just coming from a place that is not rooted in personal experience. And so I believe I've settled. I finally have come to my, my belief is that as a loctician, you should have locks or have had locks um, for at least five years so that you can understand what someone is going to be going through on this journey. 
it's not enough for you to be like, oh yeah, I had locks for six months. And then you cut them off because you couldn't hang. And so you, you real solid with getting someone up to that six month mark. But after that, when they're still like, girl, my hair is heavy. It was one of the biggest questions I was getting about locks. Like, should locks be heavy? And if you scroll back through my content, you'll see that I, I was like, mm, no, locks shouldn't be heavy. Like, it's made up of just your shed hair. Um, so it shouldn't be that heavy or it'll be heavy when it's wet because your hair swells up. Y'all know how much? Like, put a number. Put the number of how much your hair swells up when it gets wet. Like, your hair swells up X number. What's that number? You know, y'all know we get in class. Y'all know, you know, y'all know we always got to get in class, right? Um, <laughs> Nana's actually says, I can see both perspectives, right? You can see both perspectives when it comes to should locticians have locks. I can see it too, but having had locks for 10 plus years, I just, it just doesn't, unless, unless, here's the only exception. The only exception for a loctician not having had locks for at least five years is that they are under the tutelage. They have been mentored or trained by a loctician um, for an ongoing period, a, lot, a certified loctician. So they that certified loctician un understands all of these stages of locks on various hair types, on various lengths with various densities. Like those things matter when you're dealing with not just yourself, you're dealing with hundreds of people. You gotta be able to see the whole spectrum. Um, so yeah, I can see both perspectives, but I, I, it matters. So Teresa says five, five times, Indy says six times. So our hair swells up 300% or three times the size of each strand. So if you have your actively growing strands of hair and you have shed strands of hair inside of your locks, you wet your hair, and all of that hair is swelling three times its size, yes, it'll feel heavy. 100% agree. But there's also a space where it feels heavy just because there is an accumulation of shed hair. You think about it, you have loose natural hair. All you have is that hair that's actively growing. Every time you brush and comb your hair, the loose hair goes to the wind, goes in your brush, grows in your comb. But you're five years with locks, you have the majority of the hair from the past five years still on your head. It feels heavy. And it's it's a it's a very subtle heavy because that hair, it's like a baby. Any parents here? Any moms? I <laughs> Just picking up a kid before I had kids, I'm like, dang, your little three-year-old butt, your little 30-pound butt, you heavy. Oh, my gosh. Well, not 30-pound, three-year-old, maybe like 28 pounds. But still, picking up 28 pounds feels heavy if you just picking up 28 pounds from the beginning. But when that baby is born and it's six pounds, and every month or every couple of weeks, you gain a little bit of pounds, a little bit of pounds, a little bit of ounces, three years later, 28 pounds, it's nothing. It's like, oh yeah, pick up my one kid, 60 pounds, my other kids, 35 pounds. I pick them both up at the same pound at the same time. Let me go pick up 90 pounds 10 years ago. I'd be like, ah, but I do it like it's nothing because I've grown with them. It's the same thing with our hair. 
that hair that is accumulating every day, every week, every month is subtly building up in your hair. Building up, build up is probably not a good word choice right here, but it's slowly accumulating in your locks. And so, yeah, five years down the line, they feel heavy, right? Aisha, you get me. Them, I got two of them crumb snatchers too. <laughs> Legit crumb snatchers, okay? So, yes, the short answer of it is locks are heavy when it comes to hair. This is at a standard. They're going to be heavy, heavy being relative. In addition to if you've been using a lot of heavy products or thick products or products designed for loose natural hair, your locks are going to be additionally heavy. And they're also going to be more heavy when they get wet. I'm seven years locked. I used to wear my hair up all the time for the first five years. My hair was always up. Well, when I started, I would say from like two to five, my locks were always up. Year six, I, I was like, I, I got to wear it. It has to be down. It has to be down because the, my, the center of my balance of my neck cannot handle all of that hair all the time, even putting in the bun. It was cool for a little bit, but it starts to get heavy or you start to feel the weight of the hair. Now, the other thing that I can acknowledge and here's where you might disagree. Well, let me ask you, do you believe hair holds energy? One for yes, two for no. Do you believe locks or hair holds energy? One for yes, two for no. My personal belief, um, and I feel like it, it grew as I had locks, um, as I had different sets of locks, because when I had my sister locks, does it have energy? I don't know, it's hair. But then when I cut them, I was like, hmm, dang, I feel like I just shed a lot of stuff in my life. Okay. Um, then I got my second set. And I was, uh, I, there was a lot of things that transpired during that second set. And so when I took those out, I was like, ooh, energy. Real, my just, my, my like aura felt lighter. So then I felt like, oh man, locks, locks really do carry uh, energy and you don't have to necessarily cut them because what, one, one thing I learned from my second set to this third set was that you could sage them. You could use sage or energy cleansing like um, the salt baths to cleanse the energy in your hair and feel lighter. You do a, a, a lock detox, you'll feel lighter. It may not be the energy, right? If you don't believe in that, it may not be the energy, but the smog, the smoke, the dust, the, the things that is just around you get picked up in your locks. So your locks carry those things. And so in addition to the shed hair, the products and the energy or just the, the life 
around you accumulating in your hair locks, if I had to sum it up, locks do get heavy. And the weight of them, especially if you're cultivating them for years, for decades, they're down to your waist, they're down to your hips. They can be more than your mindset or your edges, your roots are willing to carry, particularly in spaces of transition, whether that's becoming a new mom or going through hormonal chases like menopause or the stress of a job or the, the death of a loved one, which each thing comes with its own weight. And to have the weight of your locks with them can be a lot. And so one of the things that I began to acknowledge as a loctician and somebody that is helping people, helping support people through their lock journey is like, you, we should cut your hair. We should trim, we should trim your locks. And they're like, oh no, I want to see how long they're going to get. Oh no, like, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? I'm just like, just trust me. Let's just, let's just, tr- let we'll shake them. That's, that was usually my way. If there's any, any of my formal, former guests here on live, y'all know my, my go-to, we should just give it a shape. Let's just shape them. I never said cut or trim. Let's just shape them, right? Um, but I can guarantee you on the other side, I would say nine times out of 10, they were like, wow. My locks feel fuller, they feel lighter, and I feel better now that they are shaped or cut because of all of the weight that we carry, not just in having locks, but the things that come with living life, the the product choices you're making, the life choices you're making. Um, it, It gets to be a lot. So for me, I didn't cut them all off, but I cut them. I cut six, seven inches off. It depended on the lock. And I feel so much better. I feel like it just, I feel like a new woman. I feel like trimming my hair, shaping my locks is it gave me the energy, the lightness, it trimmed the baggage that was weighing me down for, from stepping into the woman that I am becoming. Not to get all philosophical, but that's just how I felt. So um, short answer is um, locks get heavy. I encourage you to consider all of the baggage, you know, as the great Ibadu once said, you know, you're going to hurt your back, you're going to hurt your neck, carrying all them bags like that, carrying all them locks like that. Just it's OK to let go. Um, I don't have the exact quote, but on my recent video about cutting my locks, there is a comment that I pinned right under the video that I wholeheartedly agree with. Like, let's free ourselves from the only having long hair is the beauty is beautiful and allow ourselves the freedom and flexibility to cut our hair and embrace whatever stage comes with that. Okay, I'm here to tell you it's it's beautiful on the other side. It don't got to be long to, to prove you got locks. You don't got to prove it to nobody. You don't got to prove that your hair can grow. Just 
allow your locks to afford you that freedom that they 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 just innately have but i feel like subscribing to certain narratives or belief it takes their freedom away but we could take it back all right so i hope i don't want everybody on here cutting the hair off but i'm just saying when it gets to a place of it feeling heavy know that you have an option to cut it to trim it to shape it to have fun with it it doesn't have to weigh you down and you don't have to start all over from scratch. Coming from the person who likes starting all over from scratch. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let me know if that was helpful. Um, press a one if this was helpful um, or, or let me not say or, and like the video if you're like, um, inspired by any way. Let me see. Rochelle said, did, oh wait, let me see. Why did you get rid of your sister locks? Sister locks no longer al align with my lifestyle at the time. When I started them, I was, I had a good, good private sector job. I, um, was driving around in my affinity. I did not have no children. I was, you know, a grown woman in my twenties. And then I decided to quit my good good job, become an entrepreneur, get married and have babies. And listen, the budget for sister locks was not working. In addition to, um, like I said, locks afford you freedom. I did not, sister locks did not make me feel free um, because of how creative I am. Like my hair is green. When I cut my sister locks, they were purple. And I, again, I was a blogger at the time that was trying to find my way. So I was trying products and stuff. And since locks, it was too restrictive. I'm, I'm too, I was too expansive for sister locks. I do believe sister locks have a place um, within the community, especially if you want something simple, you want someone to do your hair, you're willing to pay for it, and you like to follow rules, regimens, and, you know, set it and forget it. Sister Locks absolutely checks all those boxes. For me, I want to switch it up. I don't want to go follow your rules. I want to use what I want to use. I don't like waiting for people. Like my family will tell you if I'm just, if we got to go somewhere and I'll be like, come on, y'all need to hurry up and get ready. Like, why y'all not ready? And I will be in my undergarments, like not completely ready, but I don't want to wait for them when I'm ready. I want you to be prepared. And so when I'm there, we, we out the door. So waiting for somebody to do my, it's syslocks. Long, short answer, syslocks didn't work for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did your syslocks get heavy? No, nah, they never really got heavy. Um, I don't think they got heavy because syslocks, syslocks are not, necessarily going to be heavy because they're so small. It doesn't allow your, it doesn't allow the locks to accumulate as much hair as traditional locks and you can't use any products. So three out of the, the three, two out of the three things that typically cause locks to be heavy, sister locks, if you follow the rules, limit those things. Um, but they did start to get heavy with life stuff, if you will. Um, uh, Ella says, how do I embrace 
my slow growing silver into my locks that are six years in. So um, I believe that it's going to start with your mindset. And y'all, again, this is not a, an episode podcast channel where I'm just talking at you. Community, chime in. If you have some support, tips, advice, definitely put those in the comments or Ella. Um, but what I believe, it's a mindset thing. So we have been conditioned to believe that our hair is supposed to be long and that long hair is beautiful and that our hair is supposed to grow a certain amount of length in a particular time. I believe it's the conditioning. Not taking in consideration the seasons that we grow through, the seasons that our hair is in, the ways in which we're treating our bodies and how that is reflected in our hair. Um, I'm very big on that. And that's why I share hair care from a holistic standpoint. So if you are yourself um, struggling with exercise, with diet, with medication, with grief, with stress, those things are all going to show up in your hair. And one of the ways they can show up in your hair is your hair growing slow. One of the reasons, because our hair is the last system in our body to receive any type of nutrients, hair, skin, and nails, last system that's going to receive any nutrients. So if the nutrients for all the other things are deficient in any way, the hair is it's not, it's going to be underperforming. So I would, instead of focusing on the hair growing slow, focus on how can I optimize or pour into myself so that I personally feel abundant and then allow that abundance to overflow into your hair. Um, in addition to knowing that silver hair is not going to grow like the hair you've had your whole life. It's two totally different um, hairs, <laughs> pun intended. So with that being said, it's an opportunity for you to re-fall in love, re, um, to, to get to know yourself and your hair all over again, because it's not the same. And so what may be slow compared to how your hair grew your whole life or with the color that it was before, this may be the new fast rate of growth for your hair. Or this is your hair giving space for opportunities um, for you to discover like, oh, my hair starts to curl or my hair grows faster in the winter or my hair grows faster in the summer. My hair likes more water. My hair likes when I do this. Like, Approaching it from a space of curiosity is really what I'm trying to say versus like it's supposed to do this. Why is it not doing that um, is what I is how I would encourage you to try to embrace it. Maybe. I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to my silver. So I, I've, I, I've yet to have that personal experience, but I, I'd hope to approach it that way when when my time comes. <laughs> oh, let me see. Tracy said. I have always felt like a good haircut in any season is refreshing and it's often a physical response to my mental state, whether it's controlling something or just to refresh my appearance. I love that, Tracy. 
Um, yeah, and I feel like I kind of forgot about that space with having locks, being so caught up in like growth, 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 get to this length. And like, oh, the locks are just supposed to, they're supposed to be this one particular thing. And it's just like, man, locks are truly, truly versatile. We gotta, and I'm not just say we, I needed to get myself out of this particular box that said, this is how locks are supposed to grow. This is how the ends are supposed to look. This is how my locks have to look. And just like, hmm, let's cut it and see what happens. And right now my hair is wet. So that's why it's just like, smash down and yeah I'm about to get under the dryer um what is the best color for locks we're going to be talking about hair color this upcoming season um what is it next Sunday not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, I'm doing a whole class on hair color. And so if you're in my Locals Club, of course, that's going to be free for you. Um, but if you're not in the Locals Club and you're not interested in joining, I'll have a link so you can just join that one-off class because I, I believe August is a month of transition. And one of those transitions that tends to happen is like wanting to transition into like our fall color or a season of just like you know, refreshing, right? And so color is one of those things that lets us do that. And so we're going to be talking this month all about hair color. So who asked that question? Free, free Jen? Check, come back on Sunday. All right. Make sure you're in that class because you will uh, truly get your answer there. I want to take down my locks. Tips on how without cutting. Love the length I have now, but I want to wear it down with this length. Okay. Last question, Kathy. So if you're cutting, taking down your locks and not taking, taking down or combing out your locks, first thing you have to know is that if you bleached your hair or if you colored your hair or if you're experiencing dryness or like had a persistent issue with dryness, any of those three things will impact your length retention. So let's say you had you, your locks are this long, right? And you're like, oh, I want to keep this length. But for the first two years, you bleached your hair. And then you were struggling with getting moisture in your hair. So your hair was like perpetually dry. You will only retain like that much length because of all the issues that were down here. Um, so keep that in mind. Do a test lock, pick a lock like in the middle or in the back and comb that one out to see how much length you can retain. It is not guaranteed that just because your locks are 12 inches that your loose hair will be 12 inches. Okay, I just want to make that disclaimer. The next thing with taking down locks, it's one, it's easy, it's easy, but it's tedious. You just need a ton of What's going to detangle the hair? What detangles hair? The thing that everyone's like, oh my God, it's going to cause so much buildup. Oh my God, don't put it in your hair. Oh my God, oh my God. Just boatload of conditioner. Boatload of conditioner. And always comb your hair while it's wet. Never comb, detangle your locks while they're dry. Yeah, have at it. It'll be fun. <laughs> um... 
So yeah, I hope that was helpful. Thanks for doing a little Q&A with me. Thank you so much for joining me for this um, conversation, continuation about um, my experience with cutting my locks. Hopefully this gave you some insights some things to consider as your locks are getting longer or if your locks are already long, um, what your next steps may look like, or just help to validate some of the things you've been thinking about with your hair feeling heavy, your neck feeling all out of sorts, the struggle with sleeping, working out, getting in the car, and you're just like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Hopefully this conversation freed you and really allowed you to reconsider what your locks could look like and how you can experience life while having long locks or having locks that are not as long but are more manageable. Um, I truly appreciate you. Um, appreciate your presence. As always, this episode is sponsored by Crown Elements. So make sure you head over to crownelements.com for all of your hair care needs, whether it's a moisturizer, shampoo, uh, oil, something to help with the itching. We have you covered over at crownelements.com. Head over there, put the good stuff into your cart. Maybe you need some moisture infusion for your moisturizer and our main radiance oil. Put those those things into your cart and then enter the code DLP as in digital lactation podcast. And you'll have a little treat from me to you. Every Thursday at 8 PM, we're here doing our live podcast. I have a really good episode for you all next week. So I hope you all will be back, subscribe to the channel, invite a friend, and we keep this conversation growing. All right. As always, I'm wishing you peace love and good vibes. I'll see you next week.